0: All right, this morning I'd like to discuss a specific union on the parasha. Something hit me last night that I'd like to just share with the Olam, which I think would be very beneficial. It was beneficial for me, and I believe it will be beneficial for many people as well, to hear this Kavaldagi insight, which I've shared a few times, which I believe can really, really help, help me, and I believe it can help others as well. The parasha begins... We know that Yaakov Avinu lived 17 years in Mitzrayim. And the Torah goes on immediately after telling us that he lived 17 years in Mitzrayim. Amazing. 147 years Yaakov Avinu lived in the world. And out of those 147 years... 17 of them were in Mitzrayim. There is over here an unbelievable Arachayim HaKadosh. Just an, a penetrating, relevant Arachayim HaKadosh which I believe speaks to so many of us in so many of the situations in life that we ourselves go through. The Arachayim HaKadosh asks the Kasha like this. He says, We know that Yaakov Avinu." Didn't have the easiest life. Mabish didn't have the easiest life. He suffered from beginning to end, kamat of his life. Asav, Dina, Yosef. He had tzorah after tzorah after tzorah that happened in his life. All the hardship, the challenges. He had so much going on in his life. We find that Yaakov Avinu had a very challenging life, but we know. Yaakov Bikesh, Yaakov Avinu wanted to live, but Shalvei wanted to live in tranquility. He wanted to live with a certain ruikite, with a gishmat, with an easiness, with a chillness. But he didn't, he wasn't able to do so. Life presented itself to him with tremendous challenges. Real challenges. Hard challenges. Challenges that he was able to overcome. When he got to Mitzrayim, all of a sudden, he lived a Gewaltiger life. He started to live the life that he wanted to live. He started to live the life that he was looking forward his entire lifetime to live. 17 years, Yaakov Ovinu is living in Mitzrayim with a Geshmak, sitting and learning, davening, Aboidus Hashem, this, all the Gavadus Gazach that he was doing. Says the Orachai Ma'kodesh, Echob What's the Kasha of the Orachai The Kasha is very simple. Yaakov Ovinu, his whole life, aspired to live a life where he was relaxed, where he was able to serve Hashem in the way that he wanted to serve Hashem, where life was easy, where there were no challenges. That's what he wanted. He didn't get that until the last 17 years of his life in Mitzrayim. Asks the Arachim HaKadosh, so where is it in the Torah? Where is it in the Torah? Why does not the Torah not tell us about his life in Mitzrayim? We know that he lived 17 years in Mitzrayim because the Torah just told us that. But where's the description of Yaakov Avinu's life in Mitzrayim? We have six parishes in the Torah of Isaiah. Six parishes dedicated to Yaakov Avinu's challenges. Six parishes detailing every detail of Yaakov Avinu's life and his challenge with Dina. And Yosef and Esau going on and on and on and on. psukim after psukim after psukim with every description and every story of what happened to Yaakov Avinu which is important we need to learn from that but why do we not have in the Torah a description of Yaakov Avinu's life in Mitzrayim the 17 years where he lived in peace and tranquility and the answer obviously has to be which again we bring he doesn't the doesn't say this clearly but obviously we have to learn this from the orachaima there's such an unbelievable Relevant you it for our lives. Doher HaKadosh says, and again we learn it from his words, but he doesn't say the words Mufurish. That obviously, the Icah of a person's life is not when life goes easy, when not, where everything is wonderful, peaceful, and you're able to serve Hashem in the way that you want to serve Hashem. But rather the Torah is telling us an amazing message. The Torah is telling us a message over here. That there are going to be challenges in life. There are going to be times in life where there are challenges, there are hurdles to climb over. Where diff- times are difficult. Where we want to serve Hashem but we're just not able to in the way that we want to. And we want to do so well and we with, with all the concentration but it's just not going. Because this is on my mind and this is what happened. And we want to have to sit and learn and sit alone with gadoila and understand the Torah, and get connected to the Torah, and get connected to Hashem, but it's just not going. I'm tired because of last night, and this happened, and this going on, this going on, and you know what we think to ourselves? We think to ourselves the following. If only life was easy, then I would be able to serve Hashem properly. In other words, if I got a good sleep last night, and nobody woke me up, and I was able to fall asleep straight away, then this morning, shachlos would have been Amazing. But what we don't have, and this rabbi says a message for our lives, that the rabbi Nishalom wants us to serve Hashem in exactly the way that our lives are living out. That means when it's difficult, that's the of Hashem. That is what Hashem wants from us, and HaKadosh wants us to serve Him in that exact way. We learn from this arachaim HaKadosh, Yaakov Ovinu's life was not the 17 years he lived in Mitzrayim. Even though Abadi, he lived there and he looked forward to that and he wanted that. That wasn't his life because we have no description of that in the Torah. Nothing. But Yaakov Avinu's life was the challenges. Yaakov Avinu's life was the difficulties that were presented to him. The challenges that he endured in this world. That was his life. Says the Masilis Sishorem, the Aalig The whole purpose that he is in this world. is amoid ben the Basayin says in this week's parish in the beginning also. We find it again and again and again. This is life. And people say, but if only, then it would be better. Huh? We've heard this all before, right? If only this, if I had this brain and this capacity and this situation, my Satan would be better, my learning would be better, my governing would be better, my Hashem would be much better. Without realizing, no, no, no. If the Rabbi Inshon wanted to make it better, he would make it better. But this is not what he wants. He wants you to serve the Rabbanisham in this way. Yid came to his Rebbe. Just before Rosh Hashanah, he said, Rebbe, I've had such a busy el. I haven't had time to do tshuva. I was busy with this medical issue. I was busy with my children in this situation. My wife needed me over there. I was busy. Yo, I didn't have time have for tshuva. What's going to be? I'm, I'm in big trouble. And the Rebbe said to him, No, you're making a big mistake. This is how the Rabbanisham wanted you to serve him. In this specific way, with all of the challenges that life presents itself with, this is the mahalach, and this is how we grow. Last night, I had to go to Beit Shemesh to be Menachem Avol a Talmud of mine that Rachman uh, He lost a child. It was very, very, very difficult. I was away in America when, when it happened, so he wasn't able to get hold of me. He was desperately trying to get hold of me. He'd sent people to my house and what's Shabbos to try and get me to answer the phone or whatever it was. And then he told him, my kids told him that I was away. So I went last night to be a Menachem Ovel, and he'd been waiting for me since since the Batira. He's a Yid, I don't want to go into the details because it's not relevant for us, but I can tell you he has gone through tremendous challenges, tremendous challenges. He's had not an easy life, to say the least. And this was like another blow from the rabbi Nisholeilam that he received. And he told me something amazing. I wasn't I wasn't by the spade him. I didn't hear them. But he told me that he spoke, obviously. And he said one, one line, which you need a lot of strength to say such a line. His son, his son was eight and a half years old at the time. Literally was a healthy, wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous neshama. Friday morning went to Cheder as normal came back with a sore throat within a few hours. No warning. You have to wait years to have this child. Treatment. He went through not an easy time. And he said to me, I said by the spadium, I said by the Levaya, he said, that I decided to look at it in the way that the rabbi didn't take away my child, but rather the rabbi gave me a child for eight and a half years to, to use and to have. Which is... Strength that 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 we should never know about using such strength. But incredible strength. And I was sitting by the shiva and yid walks in from Bnei Barak. See the Yid Walks in from Bnei Barak. He doesn't know them. They don't know him. Sits himself down. Not many people are there. And he starts to talk. And he says, I also went through this. He said his son was 18 and a half years old when he was netta and he had to sit shiva for his own son. And he's saying over some of his experiences... And he was talking about how when the rabbi gives you a challenge. And from him he was talking about someone that came from big challenges. then the rabbi gives you, as he said, suitcases and suitcases of koyach. To deal with those challenges. And to emerge a stronger person at the other end. He gave a beautiful marshal. He said if you've ever gone to the zoo. So you've got, for example, the peacock. It's a gorgeous animal with feathers and colors. It's gorgeous. He said, I don't know if you ever saw, but they try sometimes to clean the animal. They try to clean the peacock. It's very, very hard. Because the feathers are going all over the place. So you start on one end, and you take the feathers and you start cleaning them. The other end, they're getting dirty. So you run to the other end, you start cleaning them. That gets dirty. So you move to the It doesn't work. But he said, if the peacock gets up and gives itself a, a shake, then it becomes clean in moments. And nothing will make it dirty after that. And he said, it's the same thing with ourselves. And just saying this over to you, it hit me last night how Nagir the or that we're learning right now. That many times in life, life presents itself with challenges. And we don't ask those challenges, we doubt them that we don't get them. But as we know, Colin Yonah the Ramchal says Haim everything's an Isaiah, There's gonna be Nisainah. There are going to be challenges in life. We'll have to stick our head in the sand and pretend that nothing's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. Things are gonna happen, things are gonna be challenges. We have to know how to deal with them. We have to know how to be able to utilize those challenges. When we shake ourselves off, or when we chazik ourselves, it's the greatest thing in the world. The Archaim HaKadosh is telling us over here, that exact yisait. When I was in America, I had to speak to many different people, not even over Shabbos, and different places that I went to also. There was a particular person that I talked to that also challenge after challenge after challenge everything seemed to be going wrong. And she said to me, I don't understand. Why? What does the Rebunsham want from me? What does the Rebundum want from me? I said, I don't know. I-, I can't tell you. Maybe there are people big out there that can tell you. I have no idea. I can't tell you answers. If you looking for answers, don't come to me. I don't know. I don't know anyone that does know answers either. But whatever it is, I definitely can't tell you anything. But one thing I can, one thing I can tell you is the Rebunsham is definitely knocking on your door. He wants something. Whatever it is, we have to look into ourselves, we have to end ourselves. But we also have to be mechazek ourselves in the mona, we have to mechazek ourselves that the Rebbein wants us to serve Hashem in exactly this way. A person should never say, if only, then I would have a good davening. If only, then my learning would be better. The Rebbein wants you, he created you specifically in this way. With the brains that you have, with the strengths that you have, with the weaknesses that you have. And he knows that. Because he created you. And therefore he wants avoid us Hashem from you in the way that you can do it best. Don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. Everyone can manage. We have to be able to do this. We have to live with this idea. Yes, life is challenging. Yes, there are times that are difficult. But this week's parasha teaches us that Yaakov of Vinu's whole life was described in the Torah as his challenges. From Yosef with Esau. With Dina, and so much more. parasha after parasha, The end of the, end of Sefer uh, Shabbatishis is full of the challenges that Yaakov Avinu had, but nothing of the 17 years that he lived in peace and tranquility in Mitzrayim, because that's not life. Life is when you take the challenges, when you take the difficulties that the Revolution presents to you, and you take them, and you utilize them, and you grow with them, for Avoydis Hashem. And I'll end with just one last thing. That somebody sent me yesterday a clip. I have no idea if this is one of these famous ones. I have no idea. But if it is, then you'll excuse me and you'll hear Chazara. But it's such an amazing idea. There were two children, two boys. They decided they need to go ice skating. We need to go ice skating. Well, we have to go ice skating. It's important for us to go ice skating. They looked around for an ice skating ring. Nothing. Nothing to be found. Everything's closed. Everything's busy. Not gear. But we have to go today. They decided, you know what they're going to do? They're going to find a frozen lake, the middle of the winter. They find this lake that's completely frozen over, thick ice. And they said, that's it, get your skates on and off we go. And they're having a great time, having a blast. It's amazing. Until all of a sudden they hear a crack. One of the, one of the boys was a little bit of a larger fellow. They heard a crack, the ice cracked under him. He fell into the freezing icy water underneath the ice. His friend saw him, he frantically tried to grab him, to grab him out, only a small hole. He tried to grab him out, but the boy sort of floated underneath the ice. He had no what to do. He knew every second was precious. He screamed over to people on the side. Call an ambulance, call police, call someone. So they, he had a cell phone, they called someone. But until then, what's he going to do? He's going to wait? His friend is under the ice. What's he meant to do? He looks around, I've got to do something. He's a little, small, little, thin guy. He sees to do it at a big tree. He runs over to the tree. He snaps off this tree a very thick, huge branch. Snaps it off. Goes over to the area that his friend fell and starts smashing the ice. Smashing and smashing and smashing. And all of a sudden it gives way. The ice opens. His friend is there. He pulls him out. Just as he does that, the ambulance crew come running in. They manage to resuscitate him. They bring him back to life. As that happens... One ambulance fellow says to the other guy, I don't understand. How did this small little boy, huge, massive thing from the tree, how did he break it off? And he smashed the ice, his thick ice. How did he do it? How did Shayach? Doesn't make sense to me. So the other ambulance says to him, I'll tell you why. I think I know why it happened. Because there was no one there telling him, you cannot do this. If there's no one there telling you you can't do this, you could do it. Rabbi say there are challenges, there are times of difficulties, but the Rabbi Nishan wants us to serve him in that way and grow from those challenges. Have a wonderful day.